the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show, would like to acknowledge the traditional land owners and the leaders past, present and emerging of Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal countries where we are working from today. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Just, just, just shed a Maddie. You know, that's just that's a pretty standard unit of measurement, isn't it? Just shed Maddies all over the place. Christian McCaffrey might just be Austin Eckler light this year. It'd take a bit of a tough start or obviously an injury for them to go to Bananarama. Aussie? Yeah, we're going to have to do the double cutaway. First one to Desmond Ritter being like, fuck you, Taylor. And then the second one being to Bijan being like, that Maddie sees disrespecting me, motherfucker. NFL? I don't want to call myself Michael Jordan, but, you know, I <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll do it when I have a chance. I think I'm going go. through a bit of a flu game right now. I, I think the fans are loving it. Fantasy. Well, how much did you get in the flu game? A million. Uh, you get a million. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. And then we know the offense is going to lick nuts with just no quarterback play. So... Well, welcome to the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. It's your boy, Matty C., and it is great to be back. Of course, you know us as part of the Aussie Gridiron Network of fantastic shows, including G'day Gridiron and the No Huddle Dynasty podcast too with Dynasty Mark and my favourite bloke in the world, the man behind Pastry Press NFL, Manjot Melly. Manjot joins us this week after the week off. Mate, I can't tell you how great it is to see your face again. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, Matty. How you going, man? Oh, I'm bringing that energy. You told me tarot songs, Ray Lewis sort of energy. Yeah. I'm yeah. bringing that today, you know? That's, that's what we're looking for. Um, we're looking for Ravens linebacker energy, baby. There we go, yeah. All those Ravens linebackers I grew up on. I had a bit of a debate with, like, thousands of NFL fans about Detroit Polamalu, Ed Reed, Brian yeah. Dawkins sort of thing. I'm kind of missing the GG right now because we could have talked about that with the defensive back sort of drop. Brad, if you're out there listening, be sure, you yeah. know, uh, get well soon. You know, uh, we know you're going through a massive sickness right now. Uh, get well soon out there, my man, Brad. You know, I'm um, missing you on the podcast. Can't wait to finish off the draft. Start our new August thing coming up as well. You know, the division by division previews i know this yeah. may be a bit unscripted i think i think the bosses at the agn maybe uh maybe the <laughs> a- now that would go into full on spoilers i think ian and maddie may fire me right oh. now after all of the all of the spoilers i just put out there you know with well, what's coming up but yeah division by division previews coming up all of august all four weeks we're very excited you know two divisions a week it's going to be great you know cross collaboration i'm excited you know before that we're prepping up pastry press we're getting uh it's like it's like you know my mom making pastries essentially she always puts in the peas and potatoes in the fridge night before so that you know <laughs> when we're out there in the morning we're always just cooking the pastry like straight away. We don't need to do any prep. That's already done the night before. We're cooking in the morning. We pack it and go to school. Man, that is a big doing. energy intro from you, brother. It is good to see <laughs> that the week off has just got you bristling with energy yeah, and excitement. Yeah, 3,000 3, word essay just killed me, man. Yeah. I was dead. Um, But, you know, I'm oh, back. Uh, now, now I'm working, working hard. Uh, massive ideas coming to Australian Grid. I've been talking to Maddie yeah. up there. Um, kind of semi-announced it on Pastry Press as well. I'll let you guys troll through. It's on my pin post. It's on my pin yeah. post. But um, I'll let you guys troll through what specific local Grid Iron idea I've got. But 
there is a lot the chef as i like to call myself nowadays in terms of content creation yeah i I like to think of pastry press as sort of dish you know Uh, you gotta prepare it nicely go cook it nicely um once you once you like post the post it's gonna marinate it's gonna really get out there so yeah you know that's what i'm feeling content creation i think with the podcast too we're excited to talk about wide receivers i know i missed running backs last week a lot of running back news came out this week as well so there's a lot of running backs to talk about as well as the wide receivers but running backs yeah i'm gonna i miss those so yeah i miss maddie as well to be honest Hey, it was a weird week. It was just a weird week. Yeah, what did Taylor add today? So, so, yeah, this is the elephant not in the room, I guess. Taylor usually also (laughs) brings the big energy, and we're trying to, like, fill the the energy space with no Taylor. But um, And and something's come up for Taylor, and he's not able to join us tonight. Uh, It is, again, like, the way our show balances, when we don't have all three of us, it's really noticeable who's missing because yeah. each three of us bring our own things. So we're going to soldier on with our Taylor tonight and know that it is not going to be the same as if we had Taylor here. But, yeah. mate, I, I feel like we're well positioned to tackle this because uh, well-documented, Matty C here, former wide receiver, also pretty well-documented, Manjot Melly, also former wide receiver, uh, not playing oh, as much wow. wide receiver these days though I hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing a bit of quarterback. I mean, oh. I wouldn't call myself a former wide receiver, Maddie. to be honest. I'm playing the <laughs> Debo role out there. I'm playing running back too. I'm playing oh quarterback, God. center, and wide receiver on that offense of ours at the GOATs, which is unfortunately... Yeah, we've got to take a season off, unfortunately, because of um, player numbers. Kind of, we just have few injuries here and there, so we got to take about six weeks off. So get healthy. Unfortunately, That's goats. Yeah, goats got to get healthy. You know, surgeries and shit got to get done. So hopefully, yep. to all my goats teammates who are going through injuries, just just want to give a shout out. If you yeah. guys are even listening to the podcast, don't think many of you guys do, but if you guys are, just want to give a shout out to you guys. Hope your recoveries go well as well. But you know. I'm excited. I'm excited to get into the wide receiver rankings, you know, missing running back rankings last week, getting into my favorite or maybe former favorite position oh, in the wide you. receivers. Yeah. I, I, I've Wash your mouth out. Wash your mouth out. <laughs> yeah. I may need a drink soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, so we've, this is really kind of completing the set in a lot of ways because we've been through quarterback and tight end while I was in LA. Like I got up at 3.30 in the morning for that and my internet was so shit. I'm so sorry to everybody who had to put up with uh, the bad internet on that one and that it just stopped. It just stopped. Oh, Halfway through tight end, it just stopped. Um, but then we also, yeah, we did... Um, some running back last week. And this is kind of completing the set of the four skill positions we wanted to cover in some detail. So with being off in the land of the RBs last week, Taylor did all that heavy lifting. I couldn't ask for somebody better to do the heavy lifting with me today than Manjot. So it's terrific that it's the two wide receivers doing this one. I do want to open up with a question for you about running back though, because two two things, right? We didn't get your insight on running back last week, but there's the, the bigger thing is that there's been some news around running back. Oh. Just a quick first impression thing here on the fantasy aspect the big news we had was around saquon barkley josh jacobs being the two most notable folks who were trying to get long-term contracts done before franchise tags kicked in neither of them got them done does this impact your fantasy take on either of them since we've got our running back rankings up it's been tough to be honest looking at both of them i initially had uh, Josh Jacobs at four, Saquon Barkley at eight, 
And I think the reason I was a little bit lower on Saquon than both of you was yep. that contract situation was coming up. Also because the Giants offense is a little bit different this year. Also because B. John and all these other guys I expect to be better. But Fair when we're looking at Saquon uh, and his situation, I think it's getting a little bit dicey. I'm not 100% sure he's going to hold out. I think I'm, I'm going to say with confidence Saquon is going to play football this season. Uh, I think I okay. think you can put the house on that one. I think he'll miss training camp. I think they're going to try and work something out. They're going to get him out there for the season. And I think because of that rusted start, maybe he loses some of his value and maybe drops some running back eight, as I'm saying. What you guys are saying is running back three for you, Maddie, running back four for Taylor. That's Saquon right there. Yep. I think if he's missing training camp, I'd even drop him out of the top 10, to be honest. Yep. That that may be – it'll take him a few weeks to condition himself, a few weeks to get himself up there if he's just going out at week one, like if he's just going out there, no training at all, I think it's going to take him a while to get back into form. And the likelihood, unfortunately, the likelihood of injuries may increase because of that. So there's going to be a lot of concerns there for Saquon. I think he may be outside the top 10, to be honest. That That is yeah. a massive take for me. But I think with with his situation in Fox, if he's missing games this season as well, definitely out of the top 10. I, I, mean, think I don't expect position- him to miss a game, right? Once These guys, once it actually comes to, oh, I'm going to forfeit money by not being there and I'm also going to get fined by the team for not being there. So not only don't you make money, but you throw away money that you had already earned. Uh, that's generally enough to stop players from from doing this. So I, I expect him to be there. But everything you mentioned means that, you know, they're things that I'm considering, which will mean my ranking will be adjusted as well because – uh, we've seen any player who completely misses all of the training camp comes back not in shape. They do get injured or they're just too slow to get going. It completely diminishes their value at a position where they need to be in peak fitness. So 100%, you're going to see my ranking change. Manjot, you've confirmed you're going to have your ranking change. I feel like we could speak on behalf of Taylor when he's when, that he will likely change his ranking on that one as well. Yeah, because I did also just want to quickly sum up. I did see that clip of Saquon on Twitter today. He's on one of the podcasts or something. He said uh, he's still in his prime and he's getting $10 million, so he's likely to play for the Giants. So that's why I was saying at the start there, that's why I was saying him and Jacobs will probably play games. It's just the question is, will they be out there in training camp for practices, preseason games, that sort of thing? I, I'm having doubts there, and that's where I'm thinking that sort of thing is going to be tough. It's it makes the plates rattle, tough. doesn't it? It makes you makes you nervous in a way that you don't feel as nervous about guys like Derrick Henry, Pollard, Chubb, all these guys we've gotten that you can throw a blanket over them range between three and nine. Um, everybody else in that range makes you feel better about if you know that they're at least turning up and, and putting in the reps and they're on the same fitness conditioning program as the entire team and that they're working out together in a way that you can't have that same confidence if these people aren't even in the building. So I think it will absolutely adjust my Jacob's ranking too if he's not going to be in the facility. Yeah, I agree. Jacob's as well. Same points as Saquon. 100%. And I'm high on Jacobs and Saquon this year. I've got Jacobs at four, Taylor's got him at three. You've got him all the way down at six, Matty, which, is, wow. which isn't too bad. But I had him at yeah, seven last week and I'd moved him up. Yeah, I think I think those rankings, though, 
any the top two we had were pretty consensus. It was like one Christian McCaffrey, two out of three. Uh, number two, we had two out of three of us take Austin Eckler. So I yep. think the top two was pretty consensus. But then for three down, it was just a mess. Yeah. Three to nine. It's what's your flavor? Everyone's got a reason for why they like this guy more than that guy. Everyone's got a reason they don't like that guy. And it's very easy to poke one hole or two holes in everybody at that point. So, and I kind of like that we're brave enough to do that and defend our spots. Uh, Taylor was really good at doing that last week. You and I have talked about, we'd probably like to still just do a little bit of a segment where you and I talk about some of those guys in the rest of the top 10, especially. Um, But we'll park that for now because we're here to talk wide receivers today, but I could not let that get away. It's the biggest news of the week. And I could not let that get away without getting uh, a bit of opinion from you around those guys because they are top 10 on every side, us included, and they needed to be addressed. So so thank you for sharing a few minutes on that one with me. It's all good. Before we kick off the wide receiver thing, though, the thing I always do to separate segments is chuck in a drop. Can I do that here? We've got some good drops this year. Yes, sir. I'm excited. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. You've got Jefferson. You've got Addison. You've got Hawkinson. Is this the ultimate smack your ass on offense we've got here in Minnesota right now? Ozzy. Madison, too. you got four guys with sun in their names right now. NFL. Taylor, man, this got it every week. You've got to be putting these guys on the top of your I offenses think, to watch. God. I think Cousins might have just gone to number one. Fantasy. You missed a uh, very good segue um, to go from speaking of Cox. Now we're talking about Sean Watson. <laughs> I'd say... Things like bed might be a benefit for you, but for me, I take up like 8% of the bed. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Mate, I'm moister than an oyster for Chris Olave. And that's about the nicest thing you can say about Derek Carr. Yeah. All right, we're back in rankings. They are serious business, right? The top few players at wide receiver are also pretty serious, but... I mean, looking at the way we've got them ranked, man, Joel, we are actually pretty uncontroversial in terms of who's in our top few. And that seems to be pretty standard across most fantasy ranking sites as well. So I kind of feel like there's not a lot of conjecture about what happens in that top four-ish. It's about what's your flavor. We all like Justin Jefferson as number one. Do you want to just hammer home for me why he's your number one? He's the best wide receiver in the game. He's been the best wide receiver in fantasy. Each of the last couple of seasons, he's been in the league. So I think this guy is absolutely up there as the number one wide receiver. He's been top two wide receivers every single year in fantasy. He's been in the league. Last year, he finished number one. So I think Justin Jefferson, number one wide receiver. It's like a sentence you say every single day. It's just something common sense. You just know. Yeah. He's number one. He could, and we were talking about this all of last year as well. He could very well be number one pick in most mock drafts, like overall, first overall. Yeah. If we were in a mock draft today and someone took Jefferson one, I would not say ooh, because I think, you know, I think he's clearly the number one receiver. And while I think most people would probably take McCaffrey or, um, you know, maybe someone's a bit mad like me and would take Eckler or, Maybe someone really prefers Cup, but I think that they're probably the few guys who any one of them could go one and just go, all right. If someone goes in and takes Derek Henry number one, then I'm going to go, ooh. But any of those other guys, I'm going to be all right with. The rest of your top four, though. So we all have ranked at, you know, guys like Cup, 
Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase. They're, they're pretty squarely the next three, but we all have them in different orders. Do you want to just run through you, the order you got yours in and just give us a quick, why do you like them where they are? Because, I mean, we know that they're great, but what separates them? Yeah, so you two have the same top four, but I went completely different. And here's why. So I went Jackson one, as we just said, and then I went Tyree Kills number two. And the reason is, I think there's going to be a big season from Tyreek. I think Tua, if he stays healthy, Tyreek, I think he's pushing for 2K yards. I had he that bold prediction. Yeah, I had that bold prediction on uh, Good A, wasn't it? Yeah. But I said both Jefferson and Tyreek going to get 2,000 yards. I actually do believe that's possible. I, I actually wasn't just saying that. I think both of them can get it. And it's just a matter of touchdowns here and there. I think Tyreek Hill, he's definitely the talented receiver right there, you know, with speed. I think with him, they're number two over guys like Chase and Cup is where I'm ranking him because I just think with full season of tour and him being the primary target, Waddle and him can both cook in that offense. Now, there's a couple of these guys where teammates both appear pretty high. We'll talk about them and why they land where they land a little further along. But So you've gone ahead and put Tyreek two, and then between three and four, describe who you've got where and, and why they're separate from each other. Yeah, so I got Jamar Chase at three. I think the younger upside of him, I think him just being a a sort of guy that gets a lot of targets out there in Cincinnati, especially from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's slinging it all the time. I think Jamar Chase, he's that sort of guy that really, when you watch him play, you're like, yeah, this guy's definitely the number one. Even with T. Higgins there, mm-hmm. you just know t- Jamar Chase, he's that sort of guy that's really that number one wide receiver in a high-flying offense. And that's why I take him over Cooper Cup, who I have at number four. Even though Cooper Cup is a great fantasy guy, even though he's going wide receiver number two in most drafts, I still have a few concerns compared to the other guys here. And number one, he's coming off that injury from last year, tore his ACL. He hurt his he hurt his leg badly last year. So I think number one, you've got to take that into account a little bit. Not too much. I still have him in my top four. Oh, so yeah. You don't hate much. him. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate him, but I, I think Tyreek and Chase have a clearer injury history than Cop does. I think that's number one. Number two, the Rams are really declining at the moment. They weren't really driving the ball down the field. And I think that's really hurting Cop. And that was before injury. I think, you know, there's a few weeks where he's really slowing down. And even though you guys have him as your consensus number two, I think having him as number four is just because I have a few lingering concerns from last year. So there's a bit of a bit of a gap there between me and you. Not too much, but a bit. But this is the thing, right? So and running back's no different. Once you get past that band of we all agree. Then it comes down to, I can poke a hole in your guy at two. So that's why I've got him at three or four. I can poke a hole in your guy at two. So that's why I've got him at three. And, and you know, there's always going to be a reason for why somebody is sort of a bit more in favor of one flavor than another when it comes to where you sprinkle these guys in. But we've got them very clearly as a tier of their own. In terms of our consensus spread, we Taylor and I have... Cup, then Hill, then Jamar Chase. And this is how they land in the consensus ranking is in that order, two, three, four. Um, you could throw a blanket over them. They're all spread by just one consensus point 
between being 2.6 and 3.6 across the whole board. So, I mean, they, they are close. And then the break is on from there and there's this whole extra tier that runs pretty much down the top 10. And this is a lot like what we had at running back. At number five, we come in with Devante Adams. You and I, simpatico here, man, Joe. We both think yeah. five. Taylor, only a little bit cooler at six. What is it about Devontae Adams for you this year that keeps him in the top five? I just think no matter who the quarterback is, he just produces. That's it. Mm. Like, I know I just said back cop, hey, you know, quarterback's a bit of an issue. But I think with Devontae Adams, if he has an elite quarterback, he can easily be number one. Yeah. If he has a mid-quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo or like a Derek Carr, I would say he can be in that top five. Top three is definitely something he'd be pushing. So for me, I'm not too fussed about the quarterback situation, I would say. Yep. I think I think he's fine no matter who the quarterback is. He'll remain a top five receiver this year, and that's why I've got him as number five in my rankings. I did also take him in the good at gridiron, best wide receivers draft for the exact same reasons that yep. I said. 100%. And, and so, look... I also don't have concerns about the downgrade at quarterback because I think what Adams did last year was kind of the first year he's been the real, like, stretch the field guy. And it really is a bit of a throwback to he and Carr used to do that, the college, um, you know, combination. And, and that was kind of who they were. It's not who Adams has been the rest of his career. And I don't think it's who Adams will be for the rest of his career that I think there was just this one year where the settings were just right for him to have his like longest average reception of his career. And now everything will go back. The field won't be as long. It's not really what he does. I just think the reception numbers will be there and he'll be back to just getting the touchdowns, not from 40 yards out like he was doing a bit last year, but uh, in more in the red zone area and it'll take, just take more receptions to get them there. I don't think it hurts his value at all. So that's why I'm so confident about him. And then again, from here, the numbers are so close, right? We've both got Stefan Diggs at six and Taylor has him at seven. It puts him six in our consensus rankings. And I just still love me some Stefan Diggs, even if he's got a bit of contract shenanigans going on. I think he's playing. And I think once he's on the field, he won't know how to not play fantastically well. And he's still got a quarterback who loves to bomb it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Hundred percent, and that's <laughs> that's my entire that's my entire thing. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good deep thrower. That's why I no. also did say in my uh, in my thing. So that's why I was thinking Devonte Adams. You know, he's not going to get that sort of bounce. But then now we're moving on to Stephon Diggs. Of course, with Josh Allender, he's he's going to be pushing for top five. I think yeah. if if we see a bit more rumblings in Cooper Cup. I think Diggs takes his place in the top five. That that's one thing. I'd be if okay with Cup, that. If Cup is declining still, like if my concerns are legitimate, and you know his his offense isn't really doing that well, and you know he's on a bit of a decline, I think you know Stefan Diggs can go up into that top five real easily. He'll just slot in there. And I think with Josh Allen right there, Anytime you've got an elite quarterback like that and you're the number one wide receiver, look, top five is always up there. And I think that's where I can see the reasoning for Taylor's top five as well. Same, 100%. Yeah. So I, I look at any of that, sort of Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs, one of them is five, and it doesn't matter to me which one you put there because I had trouble separating yeah. them too. And actually, honestly, the more I look at it, the more I think I should swap them around the other way. But uh, I'm going to leave them where they are because I – 
I, I defend Devante. I love Devante, and it's kind of hard to disrespect him at, <laughs> and drop him out of the top five. But <laughs> I would boy. also be okay with any combination people wanted to put here. If you want to move him around, so Diggs is in the top five, Devante's on the edge of it, and Cup's barely out of it. Fine. I, again, at this stage, it's around what flavor you like. Because then we have AJ Brown come in at seven. We are a little bit more spread on this one. Taylor has him on the fringe of five. You've got him at seven. I've got him down at eight. Clearly, Taylor's not going to be here to describe why he's got him in the top five, but there's a bit of former Titans love there, so I think that he may just be getting a bit of a Titans bonus. But you've got <laughs> yeah. him clearly behind Diggs. What is it that sets him behind that Diggs has got that he doesn't? Oh, I just don't know if the offense is just... I, I don't know. I, I trust the Philly offense. I think they're going to do well. I think Hertz is going to do well. I think it's just going to be a matter of a couple of points here or there, you know, like our Diggs yeah, okay. is going to get a couple more touchdowns or something, you know, just a few more points here or there. I think, you know, you get like AJ Brown going up, you get, yeah, I mean, it's just a real matter of that Philly offense. There's a lot of mouths to feed compared to Buffalo yeah. where, you know, Diggs is just a one and then, well, you got Gabe Davis mm-hmm. maybe and then, you know, whatever that tight end this year and, you know, James Cook is there and Damien Harris. There's not too many guys that can contend with Diggs. Whereas AJ Brown, you know, you've got Devonta Smith right there. you got Dallas Goddard right there. You know, you got Hurts rushing out there. you got one billion running backs out there so <laughs> with that 35 offense, running backs yeah. <laughs> yeah with that philly offense you know you you know there's a lot going on there so yeah i mean i can see him be top five i totally agree with taylor i just i just think you can trust Devonte adams and stefan diggs just that little more than a guy like aj brown but aj brown's pretty good though like and i like aj brown but i've got my concerns and and I kind of feel like I, I want to talk more about that by the time we get down to Devonta Smith because it's more to do with Devonta Smith than it is to do with AJ Brown. But it's that's impacted my ranking, and that's why I've got him sort of on the the eight end where Taylor's got him on the edge of the five. And I just I can't do it with what I've got to talk about when it comes to Devonta Smith a bit later on. So that's in the business. That's what they call a tease, and in our show, it's what we call foreskin. So that is complete <laughs> foreskin for anyone who hasn't been on the show long enough for us to make the foreskin joke. And here I am. I, I was it. waiting for some swear words. I'm just thinking right now. I'm like, this podcast is so devoid of swear words today. We're like being like good old boys right now. Yeah. We're just being like, maybe like those good private school kids out there. You know, we're like, no swearing, no say fuck or shit or any other <laughs> stuff, right? So I, I have to get some stuff out there. You know, I have, I have That's to going in a drop. <laughs> we, we have to get some, we have to get some swear words out there, Maddie. Look, the, the viewers- We've been last- really well behaved this season so far. Yeah. Don't well, you think? It's been 30 minutes. It's been, we've been on here for about 30 minutes at this point. I think, you know, probably edited down to 20 minutes at this point. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and look, honestly, man, we're, we're just, we're kind of, we're losing our mojo a bit, but we got to keep powering on you. Keep fucking Me powering too. on. Yeah. Keep fucking yeah. powering on. Keep fucking pounding. We were talking about there that before go. too. Keep fucking pounding. Mate, um, so look, I've got my problems with AJ Brown and it's the reason I put CD Lamb in front of him is like, I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to stop CD Lamb carving up. And that is a joke about carving lamb right there. It's a dad joke. It wasn't good. But C.D. Lamb, I, I I trust that he is going to be where the offense goes, especially since all of Dalton Schultz's targets have left. I don't think Jake Ferguson completely eats them. I don't care that Brandon Cooks is there, and I, I, I do think that he'll more take 
targets that were Schultz targets than he does CD Lamb targets. And CD Lamb is a bomb, man. He's a dog. He's going to eat, and I've got him at seven. You guys are only a peck behind me at eight. Same, same here, same reasoning. You're I all totally cool with agree. that? Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with what you say. It's just, <laughs> you know, when, when you're looking at, like, one spot difference, Maddie, like, that, that's nothing. We're in, the same. In sort of, yeah. yeah, it's pretty much just the same. When it's, like, a five-spot difference, that's yeah, the fights are coming. Juicy. Yeah, the fights that's like the water bat. Look, yeah. I, I, missed the, I missed the water bats last week. You guys didn't do enough of them, you know? No, it, we did Kind of shitty how you guys had like no water bats. So you know today I'm. I'm coming after you on bats. two different people. You wait. All right. You let's wait. Go, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. You wait. They're coming. Uh, but we're going to round out the top ten because we've got Armon Ross right. and Brown, where we're pretty close again. You and I got him at nine. Taylor's got him just outside of the top ten. I'm going to have a hard time complaining to Taylor about having Armon yeah. Ross and Brown outside of his top ten when he had Goff at fifteen on his ranking. So uh, th- there's yeah. a straight line there to me. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think you and I had Goff a fair bit higher, just outside the top 10 maybe, at yeah. 10 and 12. So we we believe uh, Taylor's got Goff at 15, hates Jared Goff, so it's no wonder he hates uh, Armin Ra, some Brown. On. That's oh, correct. Goff and, how, a Goff and T-shirt sales. We had a, yeah. about three or four people like buy buy into those. So, you know, shout out to you guys. Get your Goff and shirt. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, get the Pace you Press ones too, by the way. You know, we've just been, yeah. T-Public we've been slash Aussie NFL Fantasy. You'll find us. Just bash in that into Google. You'll get what you're looking for. You'll get what you need. I guess maybe Taylor's looking at it as a Gorn fence, not a Goff fence now. So, yeah. And also a bad joke. Um, to wrap out our top 10, though, we get our first big disagreement, and it is Garrett Wilson who slides into 10. Taylor and I are the big bastions of that um, by having Garrett Wilson at 10. Man, you have him at 13. 13. Yeah. Explain well, yourself. All right, all right. We have, we have what? Aaron Rodgers was at 16, okay, uh, in our quarterback rankings. That, that was right. my one thing. I, I don't think Rodgers, he's learning a new offense. I, I think Garrett Wilson, you know, he's only going into second year. There's going to be a bit of that sophomore, and there's going to be a few rough and tumbles there between him and Rodgers while they try and work out their partnership together. So I, I think it's going to be slow going there for Garrett Wilson to start the season. I think there's going to be a little okay. bit of frustration in New York. I'm not high on the Jets this year. I think there's going to be no. frustrations out, out of the gate. I think that's going to really hamper the team's prospects. So I think Garrett Wilson, his fantasy ranking – for me, it's reflecting what I think about his team more than him. So I think that factored in with the guys I have ahead of him is why I've got him at 13. I think the guys I've got ahead of him in that 10, 11, 12 spots yeah. are all going to be better than him. That's that's okay. that's another part of it too. So him at 13, right. look, if, if you're willing to bet me on that, like I, I'm, I'm willing to go for it. Like, yeah. Oh, I am absolutely not because where I hit the brakes is I go, well, I do like, I do like Garrett Wilson. I don't love his quarterback, but his quarterback is better than most. Right. And who else does he have to throw to? Alan Lizard. That's it. He's got the (laughs) Lizard King. I just kind of feel like by volume alone, he'll be probably fine. But I also sort of looked at it and went, well, and we'll talk about this in a minute when we, we come back with the outside the top 10 guys. I just really couldn't put anybody who was outside the top 10 up into that spot. I just couldn't get anyone to do it. Mm. 
you know, yeah, and it's not because I run great names down there. I just couldn't do it. And I mean, one of them is probably going to prove me wrong, and Garrett Wilson will probably end up close to where you are, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about these names though, because there's some really cracking names in there, and guys who are, you know, bona fide fantasy champions in a sec. But at 13, I'm not going to bet you. There are a couple other guys I am desperate oh. to have a crack at you on, and right. I just want to see how sturdy you are about the line you've drawn. Where I'm not sturdy about that 10 line, I just couldn't find anyone I liked more. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Let's move on. I, I'm, I want to get the gloves off. I want to I start some water bets, you know? We, yeah, okay. I feel like this, the water bet count has gone down this year, you know? It's been, it's been fucking atrocious, to be honest, to say the least. It's been, it's been fucking atrocious. Our water bet counter has gone down. We've got, we got to get them up. Come on, we let's do. go, Matt. And you know what the problem is? You and Taylor don't appear in the same shows anymore. Why aren't you two friends it, i'm trying to pit you two against each other not me against you two this is falling I, over when you guys don't appear at the same time yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's a bit too much bit too much i think i think we're clones or something you know no, we, you, we need to get oh, you two just into a car park shake hands bury the hatchet you know blood brothers yeah. again <laughs> whoops we, we we accidentally spoil like the secret of the show taylor's taylor and i are clones we're just like because ai bots yeah yeah 100 Any, anyway 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 i shouldn't be spoiling any more about behind the scenes secrets just so everybody knows yeah this is completely uh an invention of my own mind and yeah you guys are ai bots and uh, it's just me in a garage with a microphone and a light that's it Nothing else. And a, and a green screen I bought at Kmart, and that's it. Uh, on that note, I'm going to throw in one of my drops of you guys doing AI things, and we'll come back and we'll talk about guys outside the top 10. Yeah? Yeah. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Mean Jot, is, is uh, Lamar really going to throw for 6,000 yards? That's my question to you. Yeah. No, I understand. I've read the book, mate. I've read your book. They'll be like, sweet, what a deal. And then all of a sudden, the arsehole will fall out of it. Aussie? Bit of respect there, Matty, for my, for my <laughs> perfectly balanced as all things should be team, like like Thanos says. NFL? That guy's team, by the way, is five wide receivers, Dobbins, the ghost of Javante Williams and Joe Burrow. What a weird team. Fantasy. Anyway, I'm going to take a flyer or am I? <laughs> so, you know, just quietly subscribing to the Manjot channel. You know, keeping quiet <laughs> my ass. My ass. <laughs> this is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. I've won this draft compared to the you computer bodies. I, I won the draft. I won the draft. We've never I'm heard that you. before.